Welcome to Make the Shift Podcast. I'm Destiny Berman, a model marketer and a course launch strategist. After 15 years of leading large-scale marketing campaigns in Silicon Valley, I left my corporate life when I realized I had a deeper calling. Now, I help teachers and entrepreneurs just like you make that life-changing shift from offline to online in order to create the business and life they've always wanted. This podcast will give you the roadmap and the inspiration you want and need to scale your life's work by launching digital courses and online schools. The world needs what you have to offer. It's time to make your specialty your destiny. Are you ready to make the shift? Let's go. Welcome to the very first episode of Make the Shift Podcast, where I'm going to cover the top three mistakes that offline business owners make when it comes to launching their first or next digital course. Now, this is a hot topic because as a business owner, even if you have been teaching for a very long time, you've been facilitating workshops, but when it comes to taking a digital, you're birthing something new. And I've been lucky to have been able to witness dozens and dozens of program launches. And I find that we underestimate what this actually means for us. So we're talking about transforming your know-how, your expertise, your passion, your specialties into a digital course so that you can leverage what you have and be able to serve more people, be able to earn more money, create the kind of freedom and power that you so desire. So it essentially becomes a digital asset, a leverage asset that you can scale using the power of online marketing and the reach of online. But what I find is that just because you've been teaching or working one-on-one with clients for a long time and you have the content and you have the specialty, what happens is that when we start to bring it together into an online offer, we need to think about things differently. Meaning, do we have people online that we can launch this to? And have we been nurturing and warming people up? Because for so many business owners, the first, when they think about launching their online program, they think that it is about creating and producing the online course. And they go all in on that. And then they put together a very short, too short enrollment page. And that's the launch. But in reality, a launch is so much more than that. There's a sequence to it. There is a campaign, especially because when you go online, it's different from in the referral space, in your local communities where it's more word of mouth. It's based on people who know you. This is based on reaching new people and the way people consume content online and learn content online. It's very different. So first, I wanted to share with you the first program I ever launched, and this was when I was first making the leap, when I first left the company I was at, and I was still figuring out what I wanted to do, and I knew I wanted to do something in the online space, well, specifically in the online education space, because I've, you know, I really believe in the power of self-education, in knowledge, and really empowering oneself. And so I reached out to this career and executive coach who I just really love and adore, Suzanne. 
And I said, look, I'm so excited and here's what we can launch. Let's launch a program called Career in Your Terms. She's an executive coach. I could teach the growth mindsets and I could teach what it what it will take to be able to launch online. I had a whole, my whole background is in digital marketing. And so I was so excited and I figured that, you know, with her reputation, that was all we needed. But here's the thing. Even though she had a list that she built organically, I thought we could just simply rely on the organic list plus her reputation. And then we were going to bring in my background and my expertise with launching. Well, we didn't focus on nurturing. We didn't focus on warming people up. And we didn't even focus on getting new people onto the list. So when we launched, we didn't have as many people. I think we had under five people jump into the course. So what it really breaks down to is the first mistake that I see offline business owners make, especially when they have been in business for a while, working one-on-one or facilitating in-person events or workshops and retreats, is that they don't think that they need a campaign or a sequence. So if you think about a movie launch, a movie has huge production behind it. They've invested in so much, millions and millions and millions of dollars into production. They even have the biggest movie stars who have reputation, who have expertise behind it. But what do they do? They invest up to 30% of their total budget into marketing because they know that no matter how incredible and highly produced the movie is, no matter how well known the actors and the actresses are, the stars, they still need to get in front of people because people have short attention spans and they need to get in front of people. So the first mistake that I see business owners make is to not have a marketing plan. They believe that if they build it and if the content is good enough, people will come. Not only is this not true, it just simply won't work. Yes, I can see how one got there. Again, relying on word of mouth, referrals, especially if you were focused in your local community. So I can understand why we think that would work. But the reality is that with online, we're getting emails, we're getting text messages, we're getting Slack messages, we're getting pain left and right happening all at the same time. So even if your best fit person was interested and needed what you had to offer, it's your job, it's your duty to your life's work to get in front of them. Further, the whole point of going online is so that you can help more people and earn more without burning out, yes? So that means that you're also going to be attracting a lot of new people. The aim here is for you to attract a lot of new people to your courses and your offers and programs. That means that people are going to need time to get to know you. And so you need to warm them up. So we think about how a movie gets launched. A trailer gets released months in advance and they start to build up excitement. They start to build up momentum. That's what you want to do for your online course launch, regardless of how big or how little your online audience is. So number one is to make sure that you have a launch plan and a launch campaign. I recommend that the pre-launch period before you ask people to jump in and open for enrollment is six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks of building and growing your audience, of nurturing your audience, regardless of the size, regardless of how many people you have on your list today, 
and getting them excited about your upcoming offer. Building trust online with free content, nurturing and engaging that relationship at scale by being consistent and by showing up for your online community, no matter how small or how large. That's the beautiful thing about technology. One piece of content can get pushed out to thousands and millions without you having to do that every single time. So 68 weeks, having a clear pre-launch and marketing plan to get your offer out. The second biggest mistake that I see business owners make is not focusing on the audience of who they are launching and speaking to. Now, many times we underestimate the people who already know us, who are ripe and ready to jump in, especially for those of you who've already been teaching offline for a long time, or you've been working with one-on-one clients. And I often hear that a business owner doesn't believe that their one-on-one clients will want to buy an online course from them. That's simply not true. Of course, if you're going in a completely different direction and your online program is not a good fit for who you've been working with, that's a different story. But many times from being in business, from serving one-on-one clients, we already have an audience space that we want to launch to. What does need to happen is to start to consolidate and organize them onto your email list and to start to nurture and activate. And I do have an upcoming podcast episode that speaks specifically to how to nurture and how to engage. Because I see a couple of things happen. Number one, not focusing on gathering and building the list with the people that already know you. And then for those of you who have an email list, never ever connecting and emailing with them. So that's a cold list. What you want to do is you want to warm them up and nurture as part of your launch campaign so that by the time you get ready to release your program, they've been warmed up, just like the movie example is speaking about. Now, for those of you who have zero list and you haven't done much, what you want to think about is how can I build my list with intentional, purposeful content I call this a passive lead magnet using advertising campaigns. You will need to use advertising campaigns regardless of where you're at, but especially if you don't have a list. Because what you don't want to do was the mistake that I made when we first launched Career in Your Terms. Yes, my partner had an organic audience and list, but one, we didn't nurture. And number two, we didn't focus on driving new people onto our list, even though we had so much content ready to go by using targeted ads with intentional free content. The reality is that people love free content. And if you structure your free content well, when they raise their hand to say, yes, I'm interested in in finding a career for myself that is aligned for me. But what does that tell you? That tells you that they could be a great fit for our program. Does that make sense? So mistake number two that I see entrepreneurs make is not thinking and understanding, not thinking about who is on their list and how to re-engage that list. And if you don't have a list, it's time to start building one using advertising. The good news is that you can get from zero to 500 people on your list with the right campaign, with the right strategy in a very short period of time. And after that, it's more about them getting to know you and building that trust and engagement. And that's where the nurturing will come in. Mistake number three, not niching down enough. 
So especially if you've been teaching for a long time or you've been teaching long enough, you want to help everyone. And in fact, you've probably seen individuals and professionals from all walk of life come into your community. Well, when it comes to online and really standing out, you will grow faster when you're willing to niche down. Even more so, the more singular and deep you get in your niching down, the more successful and quicker you will be to getting results, especially when it comes to online in this vast sea of content and people and information and noise. How do you stand out? You stand out by owning your specialty and your differentiation, and then you stand out by being willing to be known for your one thing. If you look at Amazon as an example, Amazon first became known for selling what? Books. They first became known for selling books before they became the Amazon they were today. And of course, there was a lot in between there. My point is, is that by being willing to niche down and get ultra specific, the only requirement is that there is a market demand on the other side of it. You always, always, always want to be selling and putting out a program that is meeting a need versus a nice to have. Outside of that, if there is market demand, if there is market need for it, the more singular you're willing to go, the faster you can get to results. Why? Because it's easier and clearer for people to understand what you do, and it's easier for other people to share about you. E-commerce companies, they do a really great job with this. So Bombas, the socks company, before they even launched their underwear line, they were only known for one thing, socks. Now, it doesn't mean that over time you can't expand who you're serving. It's just faster and easier for people to share and identify with what you do. Oh, they're the coach that helps helps women get into their dream relationship. Oh, they're the coach that focuses on yoga and diabetes. When I first started my consulting business, I was very deep in the yoga, wellness, and healing space. And I very quickly became known in that space because communities hang out together and people know each other of the same industry. That's just how it works. So you can get known faster if you're willing to go deeper in your niche for the one thing that you are known for. And I can give so many examples of this. Uber first started out with black cars. They were known as the company who had black cars for transportation. And these are all companies that have completely reinvented industries. Or even Anastasia, the eyebrow. She is known for eyebrows. And her whole product suite is meant and designed for eyebrows. Now, I understand if you're feeling, well, my work is so universal in nature. I want to serve everyone. The reality is that if you're trying to speak to everyone, no one's going to hear you. And you're trying to help everyone. It's harder for them to say yes. And it makes it harder for you to do your life's work in the world, especially in the online world. So let's recap the three biggest mistakes that I see business owners make. Number one, not having a marketing plan, not believing that marketing is needed when the program is good enough, when the content is great enough. Number two, not having an email list, regardless of how large or how small, to be launching to. If you don't have an audience that you're speaking to, whether it's 50 people, 100 people, or 500 people, you're not setting yourself up for success, no matter how great your program is. And number three, not being willing to niche down enough because we believe that by going specific and narrow, we're excluding people, especially if our work is serving so many. So there you have it. 
the top three mistakes that I see business owners make when they first start to launch their online programs. Okay, so I want to end with your actionable steps so that you have a plan for yourself. So number one, if you are looking to launch your online course, whether it's your very first one or your next one, let's start by creating a plan. First, you want to select when you're going to launch your program. And I recommend a couple months out. Then you want to work backwards. Well, what is my pre-launch period? What is the 68 weeks that I'm going to start to engage and build and nurture my list? Number two, look and evaluate all the different people you have on your email list today. If you don't have an email list, where are all the different people you can start to gather? Your one-on-one clients, people you work with, people you taught, and start to get them onto your email list. The way you do that is by putting out a piece of free content asking for their name and email in exchange. A piece of free content that is aligned by nature of content and topic with your upcoming program. If you don't have a list, you'll want to start to put together this piece of free content so you can drive ads to that. And number three, I want you to write down for yourself the audience group that you are serving and how you're helping them. So you want to take a look at your course outcome. You want your course outcome to answer, one, who is your ideal customer and client? And what is the transformation and the struggle that you're helping them through? And what is the desired outcome? If you can answer these three things, this will help you get to the niche that you're serving. So for example, I'm a relationship coach who helps divorce women find the love of their life by first healing their worthiness and self-love gaps, challenges. Or another example would be, I teach busy professionals meditation tools so they can de-stress and find inner peace throughout their day, no matter what is going on. So there you have it. These are the top three mistakes that I see business owners make and three actionable solutions so you can apply it to your business today. Thank you so much for joining me today. All the resources and action items mentioned in this episode can be found at destinyberman.com backslash podcast. To continue the conversation, join me in my Facebook group, The Skinny Launch Lab. And if you're loving this episode, do me a favor and share it with a friend. Until next week, your destiny awaits. Bye for now.